Bell is undertaking its largest restructuring initiative in 30 years, announcing it's reducing its workforce by 4,800 positions and selling 45 of its 103 radio stations pending CRTC approval. Seven independent buyers, including Vista Radio, are poised to acquire those divested radio properties. Vista President Brian Edwards joins us on Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, to talk about why why this is a good news story for radio, why Vista plans to retain and grow the staff count at those stations, and his thoughts on the current regulatory landscape. Hi, my name is Brian Edwards. I'm president of Vista Radio LTD. I've been in the business about uh, 50 odd years. Old story, I had a high school radio station, fell in love with radio. I was fortunate my voice broke early, so as a teenager, I got involved with audio, worked weekends at a metro station in the uh, <laughs> dubbing and editing. I uh, have been in small markets, medium markets most of my uh, career, because uh, uh, while I grew up in a large city, I, I, like, I like rural Canada. I like living in rural Canada. I spent time in a couple of radio stations in Nova Scotia. I then went to uh, beautiful British Columbia, eventually ran Okanagan Skeena Group, retired from there, and then we started uh, Vista Radio in uh, 2004. In fact, this week is our 20th anniversary. And uh, here we are today. Uh, we have about 51 radio stations currently in small and medium market Canada, and uh, with this uh, acquisition, we'll uh, pick up 21 more in British Columbia. As you said, this is a huge acquisition for Vista Radio. What are the upsides here for your company? Well, we'll have a much larger footprint in the province of British Columbia. We already operate in markets adjacent to the Bell Station, so it's a real natural uh, fit. Uh, we are very committed to our, our communities. You know, everyone lives in uh, one of the towns that we're, we're in. We also recognize something I, I think that people who live in major markets don't quite get is that every one of these towns has its own personality. The people there have a personality, and that's driven by two factors. One is demographics, and the other is whatever industry fuels that uh, marketplace. And so that uh, that makes each of these locations very different. And so we customize uh, the station, what we do, events we go to, events we promote, uh, depending on the characteristics of, of the marketplace. And it has been very successful. Uh, we are profitable and um, we expect to uh, grow these stations and in fact, uh, increase the number of people who work there. I think the big question is why are these radio properties viable for Vista and not a huge publicly traded company like BCE? Well, I, I, I think I, I just answered that in, in, in that we are close. We live in the markets. We make decisions based on the markets. We also, our management style, we don't centralize the decision making. Uh, certainly, there are, you know, top level business decisions that uh, fall on my shoulders and, and um, the two VPs I have. But radio station promotions, news content, uh, community activities, that's all decided by local management and by folks who live in the marketplace. They, they run those radio stations for the benefit of, uh, of the community, not me. 
there was a lot of blame on the regulator in Bell's announcement. Do you think that's fair? And do you share any of those feelings about the current regulatory environment? Yes, in fact, uh, I do. And I think that most private broadcasters in Canada would, would, uh, would share that. I think we've expressed that, those sentiments through our association, the Canadian Association of Broadcasters. The uh, commission uh, over-regulates uh, the broadcast industry and asks us for a tremendous amount of uh, commitment, and we get very little support. And some of the regulations are just no longer feasible in the, the landscape that we find ourselves in. I mean, we're really in a digital age here, and a lot of things have to change. And the carve-out piece that uh, that the government gave to broadcast for the online news portion is, is really uh, very sad and disappointing that they don't understand the contribution that uh, we make. Uh, for example, all of our current radio stations have a community portal where we post our local news stories as well as on the air. I'm going to follow up on that question, but I want to go back to you mentioning that you want to hire even more local talent. I think there's probably a lot of people wondering if they have a shot at keeping their jobs at some of those stations. Can you talk about what your plans are for the stations pending approval, long-term or short-term, and, and how you plan to operate them? Well, that's a, that's a very good question. Uh, it's probably uh, sort of three questions in, in, in there. So I'll, I'll say this up front, and I've, I've said it with, to other folks today, that we intend to uh, bring over all 80 employees uh, that uh, come uh, with the Bell deal. They're currently employed in uh, in those markets, and we want them to stay and be part of the Vista team. There, there is no plan to shut any stations. There's no plan to lay off people. And in fact, as I said, I think we're going to grow the population there. It'll be, you know, it'll be a process. It'll take a couple of years, but it's it's more than than doable. There's been some suggestion that with a divestiture of this magnitude, there could be a domino effect and we could see some of the other large broadcast players follow suit. Do you have thoughts on where the broadcast landscape is headed? I think this is the first of perhaps several uh, of these kinds of reallocation. I think I have long thought that media companies like Vista uh, should be the ones running the interior of each of the provinces. We don't apply or want to apply in major markets. It's not who we are and what we do. Uh, so I, I, I won't be surprised if we see some others uh, following suit. I've heard from a few other people in the broadcast industry today that this is actually a good news story for radio. Would you concur with that? Absolutely, or we wouldn't be doing it. Uh, absolutely. I, I would say to you, this is a very good news story for uh, for radio because uh We've been successful. I mean, our model has, has worked in the markets that we're in. Uh, it, it will work with these 21 stations. We're seeing a lot of legacy media adopt a digital-first approach, and you did mention that news portals are a big part of your model. Is Vista also headed in that direction? I wouldn't say that we're headed in the direction of uh, going 100% digital, but we certainly will offer uh, additional portals. We, we see it as like dual streaming. Uh, we're not going to certainly abdicate radio. Uh, radio, particularly in the markets that we, we're in, are still very important to people. It really is all about content and what you put on the air. Is it relevant to the person who's listening? If it's not relevant, you've lost them. If it's relevant, they'll listen. 
Do you have a thought you want to close on, Brian? Well, I, again, I, I just I really believe that that uh, a good local radio in, in small and medium markets is not dead. I think we've proven it, and I, I hope that others can uh, pick up the slack uh, if if the other large uh, companies decide to exit those markets. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.